And... You done? Yeah, I guess I'm done. To just a big gaming. I'm your host, Ryan Chumpy Crash Reynolds. Whoop! <laughs> Whoops. I got excited there. Sorry. And this is your other more handsome host, Adrian Bertazoi Townsend. Whoop! <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, I'm excited to, to record tonight, if you can't tell. I'm excited to record tonight, too. So excited we skipped a tagline. <laughs> Whoops, I cut you off. Welcome to Luigi's funeral. <clears throat> Pretty much, man. Yeah, Luigi fucking died today. R.I.P. Luigi. R.I.P. Miss you and your death stare. <laughs> I do love that death stare. Who doesn't, though? Everybody loves a good Luigi death stare. Yeah, man. He's he's a good character, and I'm really sad to see him go. You know, Kotaku wrote an obituary for him today. Oh, really? Yeah. Except they referred, he's, it's the, the article, the, the obituary said that he is survived by his twin brother Mario mm-hmm. and his son Waluigi. What? Yeah, Kotaku called Waluigi Luigi's son. And uh, Kotaku, since I know your entire staff obviously listens to this show, I'm calling you out. <laughs> you, need, you need to fix your boy. <clears throat> yeah, that's a... Uh... Clone at best, not yeah, son. Yeah, not, not son, no. I don't think there's any established backstory for Waluigi. As far as I know, nah. Waluigi, Waluigi, Waluigi gets Waluigi. a lot of love. Waluigi, and I don't get it. Like he gets he's what? The, a lot of love uh, on the internet. It's it's a it's a cult following. Like yeah, it's really meme, weird. It's a meme culture thing. Okay, he's not yeah. a particularly great character. I would I would choose Wario over Waluigi any day. Well, Wario is the OG of those cloned up baddies actually waluigi didn't show up until like i think mario tennis mario tennis yeah yeah i think just so. just so luigi would have a a baddie counterpart, counterpart. Yeah. yeah well wario has those wario land games that i freaking those love. games were rad dude Man, they i were. loved those games they really were uh also the wario wear games have you played those uh maybe the ones that have really weird I don't specifically they have like it's it's like really weird games where you have to do something really fast, like milk a cow or some shit, you know, like just really, really quick games. And if you miss, then you, uh, get like an X on you or something like that. Until it's like a puzzle game. I hate my X's. X's and O's. X's and the, uh, you know, that song is about orgasms. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it? You didn't know that? No, I don't like that song. I think it's kind of a fun. That's one of those songs that when I'm by myself in the car, I turn it up and just sing as loud as I fucking can. And give yourself an orgasm. <laughs> Dude, I mean, <laughs> seriously. I've I've been known to uh to hit the rumble seat as it were. <laughs> as as it were. So uh Nintendo Direct happened today. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> well, we're talking about orgasms and rumble seats. Uh, I watched some Nintendo shit today. Man, that was a good direct. It was a good direct. I wasn't I, expecting much, but I feel like we got 
I think I feel like we got a pretty decent direct. Some arguments are being made that the direct itself was, I guess, theoretically lacking in content. I would disagree because two or three of the characters that they announced are technically reskins of existing characters. Yes, I would say yes. I mean, three of them technically. Right. And so there there's been some arguments being made that like, well, it was a decent direct. There's a lot. There's too much hype being based around a few of the characters because they're just technically reskins. But I mean, come on, for fuck's sake, they're cartoon characters that you play on the screen. Who gives a (laughs) shit if it's a reskin? I do. I do. I like original and well, let's, let's, let's say who the characters are so we can talk about which ones are reskins. So you've got the big one. Uh, well, one of the big ones you have uh Castlevania characters in a smash brothers game, which is freaking aw- amazing to me. Now. Okay. I'm, I'm a little <clears> confused <throat> about that. I didn't catch the whole thing. Are they injecting Castlevania characters into super smash brothers or are they doing a super smash brothers? Castlevania like pack. It's not a pack. It's going to be part of the okay, game. Okay, all right. Yeah, so it, these are they they pitched it as like a as like extraneous as almost like a DLC. No, with, with no. the logo they threw up there. The logo was yeah, I, was I think misleading. that's a weird Japanese thing where they do the cross, you know. Well, they I did mean, like you know I'm into like tennis shoes. And like the the last episode we talked about Adidas Dragon Ball Z pack. Right. It's Adidas X Dragon Ball Z. Right. Or like, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake just released a new uh, Nike Air or no Air Jordan three, I think. And uh, they're they're pretty rad. If you want to know the truth, Justin Timberlake has some real steez on him. But aside from all that, it's the Air Jordan X Justin Timberlake collection. And so it's it's generally denoted for a collaboration, you know. It's a crossover. Yeah, a crossover. Which so is- the X denotes crossover. And I've noticed a lot with Japanese trailers when they're doing these crossovers, they'll always do a white screen logo, X, other logo. Well, all right. <clears throat> and it's a, uh, that was what they did here. They did Smash Brothers X Castlevania. And the big, the big surprise was we have Simon Belmont and Richter Belmont. And, uh, Simon is a, uh, He's an old school Castlevania character. If you played the old Nintendo Castlevanias, he was a main character um, in, I believe, one and two, or maybe just two. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I love Castlevania, but I'm not like a diehard fan that knows everything. Let me finish writing this down so I can quote you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Richter. And Castlevania sucks nuts. Oh, I love bag. Castlevania. All right. So you, did you prefer nut sack or nut bag that it sucks in your quote? Nut. Mm, ball bag. We're going with ball bag. Okay. Castlevania sucks ball bag. Signed Adrian Townsend. All right. Not true. <laughs> Not true. Uh, having Richter is really cool. Cause, so Richter, uh, I know from, <clears throat> uh, which one is he? Castlevania X maybe? Is where he started, but everybody really knows him from Castlevania uh, Symphony of the Night, the big, the big one on the PS One and Sega yeah. Saturn. That was the first Castlevania game that I really loved. Um, but it's so cool because he has his dash and flip moves that he does in the game, and he can do those those in in this game as well. Um, 
And they also announced Alucard as a special assist trophy, which kind of sucks. I would like to play as Alucard. Alucard, to me, is one of the bigger characters I think would be really cool in that game. But Alucard, that's that band that sings about the Ocean Avenue and I can feel you breathing. (laughs) That's a yellow card. (laughs) So there's a yellow card trophy? There's a a yellow Alucard trophy. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get my Hoobastank achievement. They basically Richter and Simon are kind of reskins of each other. They both use a whip. They both have the same like special abilities or similar special abilities. Uh, but that was a, that was a huge announcement. Uh, another one is Chrome from fire emblem, which, is which until today, to I always thought it was pronounced Chrome, Chrome, Chrome in the game. They, they call him Chrome. I so. always thought it was Chrome. I've also never played fire emblem. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'd say a lot of people haven't played Fire Emblem yet. Smash Brothers is riddled with Fire Emblem characters. There's got to be at this point with Chrome, there's got to be like six or seven Fire Emblem characters in those games. I I mean it must be like a a what's the word I'm looking for? Diamond? No. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a metrics? I, like a, a. I don't know. Fire what? Emblem is really popular in Japan. I know yeah. that much, and I think that's where where it comes from. It's popular here, but it's not nearly as possible popular as it is there um so you got chrome chrome to me okay the fire emblem awakening was the first one on the 3ds that is what really i think put fire emblem on the map for a lot of people chrome was the main character in that game and it always was weird to me that they didn't put him in the smash brothers they had six different uh characters in smash brothers but not chrome and it always seemed really weird to me must have been public outcry it had well, <laughs> isn't that what they said? <laughs> public outcry or must have been public outcry. So they finally put him in, and I think that's cool. I'll play with with Chrome, um, but they also did Dark Samus. I'm not excited about Dark Samus at all. You see, that's what I was talking about. You know, with the reskins thing is, I I dig a good reskin. You know, yeah. And you're like, it just looks the same, but it doesn't. You know, <laughs> but you've got to be of that of that mindset. There are people that dig reskins and people that don't. Now, I wouldn't even call it a reskin. It's just a recolor. No, it's a reskin. The details are all different of the suit. Well, it had, I guess it had like veiny looking things coming yeah, off. Yeah, there's like uh, organisms al- along like the like, it looked more organic than the Samus suit. Yeah. And like the, the edges had like organic kind of gill shaped scalloping marks <laughs> and the emblem on the chest was different. And, you know, it, I think it's cool. I, I dig a good reskin. But my argument against that is I don't feel that a a technical reskin should be announced as a separate character. You know? Yes, I agree. Cause like, that's, that's more of a, yeah. I mean, cause some people give a shit about reskins. Some people don't give a shit about reskins. Everybody gives a shit about a new <clears throat> character and it's kind of misleading to announce. Even, even with Simon and Richter, they're going to play the same. Yeah, they will. Like, it would have been better to have like Simon and Alucard. Right. They're not going to play the same. Right. Alucard has a whole host of abilities that he could do his transformation. He could turn into like a wolf and a bat and different stuff. Maybe like that. that's why Alucard isn't on there because it would be too much. Maybe There'd be like a, a an advantage to playing with that character. I don't know. Kind of like playing with Kirby. There would be an advantage to playing with a lot of characters. They all have their special abilities that make them seem o- overpowered. Maybe, maybe that's like a sleeper. Maybe at some <clears> point they'll announce Alucard as like an unlockable character. Maybe the yeah. Alucard trophy is a playable character that they unlock later with DLC. Yeah. I'll pay for it. 
<laughs> I didn't mean to spoil it, but I work for Nintendo. <laughs> um, and the big, the big one at the end that I'm actually really yeah. excited for. King K rule. Yeah, man. Isn't that man, cool? I was so stoked. Like you were showing me the others and I've never played fire. Emblem. K, it's K, K rook. K rule. Is it rule? I thought it was rook. I think it's like R-O-O-L. his name is King crook. I thought it was King cruel. Man, I'm gonna have to look it up. Get on your Google machine. I was I was kind of like, okay, well, this is neat. I was stoked about the Samus reskin. New Samus character, you, whatever. But uh I'm You're right, it's K Rule. I'm I'm about the King K Rule announcement. So King Cruel. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was like a play on words some sort of way. Yeah, because his last <laughs> name is technically King Rule, which you know he's the ruler, but if yeah. you put the K in there, it's King Cruel. Gotcha. I don't mean to blow your mind. <laughs> my my linguistic sciences, but uh, so King K. Rule is from the Donkey Kong Country series. He's the he's the main baddie. And what a fun trailer for his yeah, announcement too. It was that was that was pretty. Both of them was really. Cool. I mean, yeah. The Luigi death. The Luigi death was crazy. That was that was a creepy like so un Nintendo thing, but so I mean, fitting was, for Castlevania, right? It was a very, it was a very creative crossover. It, I loved it because I thought they were announcing a new Luigi's Mansion. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I I thought that's what. <clears> or was maybe happening. Luigi as or wearing his, you know, making Luigi like a reskin with his, like they did with Doctor Mario in the other, in the other uh, Smash Brothers. They had a Doctor Mario, so I thought they were going to have a Luigi's Mansion variation of Luigi in this new one. Right, the way they lead it, let off. Well, and it. maybe they will. Yeah, they still Maybe they will at some point. Or Ghost Luigi. But they took the trailer. Luigi. No, that's the one that's in rehab. <laughs> the trailer has death from Castlevania come in and Luigi's got his vacuum, ghost vacuum, and he's, you know, cleaning up ghosts. And then death just comes over there and hits him with the scythe. Kills him. Pulls his, Pulls his soul, freaking soul out, clean out of his little Luigi body. Oh, man, that what was... was that big mask in the window at the end, though? I don't know, so I'm not sure where. That's a Castlevania thing, obviously. It is in the Castlevania stage. Oh, okay, but I'm not sure which which game that comes from. But yeah, when at the end of the trailer, after they announced the characters, Luigi's soul is trying to go back into his body, and his body's just laying there with his white eyes and just death. just being dead. Oh, it was so creepy. Just being fucking dead. It's so rad, though. And. <laughs> So Luigi's his spirit is trying to go back into his body. And at the same time, this mask is looking through the window and it's got like purple blood or something coming down. It's yeah, it creepy as hell. And it scared Luigi, scared me, scared everybody. <laughs> but uh, on the King K rule trailer, that one was also really cool. How did that one go? Like it was, uh, it was Diddy and donkey hanging out in their hut. Yeah. Watching TV, being bored. And Diddy's like kind of hanging out on a, Tire swing, Donkey Kong scratching his butt, eating a banana, watching TV. And then there's <laughs> that's a life, man. Boom, and it shakes their house. <laughs> and then they both go plaster themselves to the window, and this big K rule shaped shadow shows up. And then uh, what's the penguin character's name? D D D D D D rips off this shroud, and he's like <laughs> laughing at him and bouncing around partying because he's scared the shit so you, out of him. You them. think that it's King K rule? That's going to be the new character. And then you see uh, DDD bounce around like he played a trick on him. So you're like, what are you, what, this is weird. And then King K. Rule comes out from behind the trees and fucking cold cocks DDD in the <laughs> yeah. side of the head, knocks him out of the picture, 
and then slaps his belly and he's like, and then it makes the announcement. King K rule joins the battle. It was a really rad announcement. It was, it was, it was a a good direct the, all things considered the cool thing that with the gameplay footage that they showed of, of K rule, his he's huge. Like he is bigger than Bowser. That's a big boy. Yeah. And he's got the, like a golden chest that I thought was really cool. I mean, it's on the saucy end of things. (laughs) I'm actually excited to give him a shot. I like Hell the yeah, bigger dude. characters in those Smash Brothers he, games. He, I mean, I'm just saying he looks handsome. He does. He King does. Cage rule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that they announced is all the different maps. They're going to have over a hundred maps, which is awesome. And they're going to have crossover maps. So while I, I, I think they called it merge or something like that. So you will be playing on a map and then it will transition into a different map. That's cool. It was cool. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, that was done towards the end. Um, but they also announced that there's going to be over 800 tracks from all the different games, music tracks. And if you count menu songs and fanfare, <laughs> over <laughs> 900. It's over 900. <laughs> so they, they immediately follow that up with, you could create your own custom play tr- tracks or whatever. Playlists. playlists. Yeah, dude. And then... It shows this this woman plugging her headphones into her switch and sliding the switch into her purse while she it's just dead silence. First of all, the trailer is dead silence. She puts the headphone jack in and then she puts the, the earbud in her ear. And then you hear this like like real cheery kind of Smash Brothers music. And she's just sitting there with this like relaxed look on her face and she slides the switch into her purse. I was like <laughs> the whole thing looks so ridiculous, man. It just cracked me up. And uh, it's like, yeah, now you can you can create playlists and listen to your music in sleep mode on your Switch. Who the hell is going to do that? Nobody. I suggested they just create a new music app and call it Smashify. But yes. then I think that's actually probably already a hookup app. <laughs> that's Not, a good hookup app name. I yeah. like it. Would you, would you swipe past me on Smashify? I'd swipe left. Is that the good way or <laughs> don't know? I've never used Tinder. Oh, well, would, would you be swiping to accept or decline? Probably to decline. Oh, you man. know my type. Sorry. That sucks. What am I not? Am I not? Your boobs aren't big enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm lacking. <laughs> I know this. It's all right. I've come to terms with it. So the, uh, the thing that is cool though, is it, these tracks are cool. I love the music from these games. Especially when they started playing that Castlevania music. But do you love it enough to pop those earbuds in and spend your day on them? Yes. Really? Dude, okay, I, so you're making fun of this shit, but you're also I'm making board. fun of the fact that they're using the Switch as a Walkman. I would right. rather have these but tracks. But just Smash Brothers music. Yeah, I would rather have <laughs> I would rather have this music on a playlist on my phone. Right. I would totally listen to it. Dude. I bet you can find that shit on Spotify, dude. No, Spotify sucks when it comes to video game music. Aww. They they don't have officially licensed stuff. It's usually recreations, fan recreations, which is still not it's not bad, but I want the original stuff. Right. I am a, I'm a big fan of video game music. I am I am not it's not beyond me to be sitting at work and having soundtracks on YouTube playing on my headphones while I'm while I'm working. It just it helps me like I don't it doesn't have lyrics, first of all. And that that style of music can put me in a frame of mind that helps me be more creative. As odd as that may sound, it, it really helps the creative. It puts juices. me in a very deadly frame of mind. 
What do you mean? I'm much better with uh, my special moves and magic casting, my tactile thinking. I'm just, I'm a better fighter when I listen to that music. Uh, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> like if I'm walking down the street with my switch in my pocket and my headphones plugged in, bop into some Smash Brothers Dude. music, you, you know I'm looking for a brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in street tough mode and I'm, I'm trying to tussle, son. You might have a melee with somebody. I might have a melee with somebody. So, I mean, yeah, I could just see somebody with their switch up on their on their shoulder, <laughs> pumping their Smash Brothers music. <clears throat> In all honesty, though, I uh, they also announced that they're putting all the music tracks on their website. I went to the website and started listening to some of the tracks that are up there now. They are, like, really, really great reorchestrated pieces or remixed pieces of music from the different uh, games that they pull from, which is awesome to me. I, I love that stuff. So yeah, I I'm, I am excited for the new music. I just wish that I had a different way to listening to it other than on my switch. It makes you wonder if now that they're launching that initiative, if they're going to start putting out soundtracks to different games or like, you know, adding to that, to that idea, you know? Yeah, they could. And I would totally buy, uh, maybe they'll start putting some really decent like gaming podcasts on there. Oh man, yeah, I I know of one. I <coughs> I don't. You'll have to cue me in. Okay, um, I'll tell you after the show. Uh, there's one I listen to that's just hot <laughs> garbage. So, um, in other news, man, this is a big hit to me. Uh, Nintendo is suing ROM internet websites, basically. Uh, Adrian, what's a ROM? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So a ROM is a, it's a basically a digital copy, copy of old video copy. copy. It's, it's a, it's the hip hop version of the game. Yeah. (laughs) Digital comedy. (laughs) It's a, it's a digital copy of a game that is, you know, like old games. Like when people go on and they play on their emulator on their computer, the games that you play are typically called ROMs. So <clears throat> or like when you uh, homebrew a Wii, are those and you, those are all ROMs. Th- those would be ROMs, correct? Unless it's disc based. It's if it, if it's a disc based game, then it's called an ISO or an ISO. Man, if we had a blog, I would write a post about this called "Writing the ROMs." <laughs> <laughs> Two ROM turns don't make a right. <laughs> so the uh, nothing else. There's an episode name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> So uh, Nintendo is going after some websites that distribute these ROMs and they're typically older games. Almost always they're older games that aren't in production anymore. Nintendo has been redistributing some of these games digitally, but not with the switch. They haven't done any of this with the switch yet. So if loving you is ROM. I don't want to be right. <laughs> oh, great. We got you in the, uh, <laughs> what is that called? The, uh, what is the term for creating words like that? The pun pun. I'm in a Sorry. pun mindset right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's disappointing to hear. Right. Especially for someone like me. I mean, I feel like I'm, you, I'm no stranger to emulation. Why are they deciding to now? It's not like I they're losing money as a result. Of Honestly, it. I think it's because of the uh, popularity of the NES classic and the SNES classic. 
Oh, because they're relaunching old titles. They are. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But, I mean, it's not, are, it's not hurting their business it's even It's not a hurting bit. their business. And most people who download these ROMs... Well, the people who won't be downloading these ROMs are the people who are buying those. The majority of the public will not be download, downloading these ROMs. What it is, is it's a way for people to kind of archive old games that could be lost forever because Nintendo doesn't own the rights to every single game that was published right. on their and system. These, these, uh, these ROM websites, you know, it's not like they're charging for the, they're not for the files. Are they? So they're not making anything off of it. It is, it is just a cultivation of these old files. And most of these, most of these publishers are not, they're not putting out these games anymore. They're not making money. So, in order for somebody to play, let's say, like, I don't know, Hagane, which is a really expensive Sega Genesis game. So somebody wants to play, or no, Super Nintendo, I'm sorry, Super Nintendo game. If somebody wants to play Hagane, they're going to have to pay, like, upwards of two to $300 to play this game. Oof. And it doesn't go to the publishers. It doesn't go to anybody. It goes to the secondhand market, you know, the, whoever owns that copy. So when you can download the ROM and play it on your computer, what's wrong with that? Why, why is it that they are taking that away from people? I don't know. It, it's not a good idea to me. And it, it kind of irritates me. I see where they're coming from and I understand that they want to redistribute their older games, but they're not redistributing all of their games. And so people are hurting from this. And the thing is, is I, I obviously I own a lot of classic games, but there's some games that I want to try out that I've never tried before. And I know that I'm never going to be able to play it unless I pay these ridiculous prices for it. So I will get online on, on one of my favorites MU paradise and download it and play it. What do you think the chances are Nintendo is doing this to gear up, to launch their own digital well like, i know they're going to be rom based library i doubt like they'll that. do that i really doubt they'll do that i don't know like <clears throat> what what do they gain out of shutting this other shit down if it's not to build something of their own maybe this? i mean you could be right i mean they are i i know nintendo is shocked by the popularity of these nes and snes classics and how much they've sold if they want so to be maybe fucking they shocked are. i don't think we've we've obviously never said it before but they need to release an n64 classic <laughs> I, I don't think I've said it more than one or two or seven episodes, but, but yeah, and that's I'm when sure they'll be shocked at sales. But the thing is, is I know that it's, it's very likely that they are going to try to redistribute these games in other ways. They are seeing that there is a market for them. So I, I, I think you're right. I think they are going after these websites because of that reason, but there's a lot of games that they don't own the rights to that. They shouldn't be sh shutting down. So Emu Paradise is one of my favorite ones. It's my my usual go-to. Emu Paradise just removed all of their ROMs off their website. You can still get ah. emulators and stuff, but you can't get ROMs there anymore. That sucks. They haven't been sued yet, but they're doing it preemptively to prevent themselves from being sued in the future. Well, I mean, what would you do? I would do the same thing. Right. I would do the same thing. Because these lawsuits are for a ridiculous amount of money, man. It's just, it's stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. I just, it makes me want to go out and find all these ROMs myself and keep them for myself. So that way, if something you does start happen, collecting what you can while those sites exactly, are still up. Really. Exactly. And I, I, I'm not a, a supporter of piracy at all, but in, it's, it's not a bad idea to keep these games archived. If the companies aren't going to do it for us, you got to fight for your right to party, dude. <laughs> exactly. 
This is the Royal Rumble. <coughs> you got any more? <laughs> I don't think so. Just just know that if one strikes me, I'll just spit it okay. out. Uh, it's it's it'll be an arbitrary fact of the night. <coughs> All right. Well, um, next topic. <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> fucking segue. <laughs> Dude, you know me. I don't I don't segue well. We need to just have a mashup of all of your bad segments. <laughs> all right, Maybe, well. Do you want me to give you like a... Moving on. You want me to give you like like one of these or something? Say, hey, uh... Move it, segue, segue. If you can't see me, I'm <laughs> yeah, moving my just, hands. You need to start giving me like... You need to like point at the next topic and then just give me like 20 seconds. Slap you on the face? <laughs> You know what I hate? Well, you were just saying you hate plagiarism so much. <laughs> You're supposed to say, no, what? Adrian fucking hates plagiarism. Dude, I hate theft. I hate well, when people steal things. It's that like whenever, what I hate. when we're doing Tenpenny and that guy stole your, uh, exactly. your rumble illustration. Yeah. So tried to pass dude, it off as his own. There's nothing that, there is nothing that pisses me off more than theft. And when somebody steals something from somebody else, especially when it's a, something creative, like like a piece of artwork or a script or right. or a review in this case, it, it really it, it really irritates me, pisses me off. And I wish nothing but the worst for the person that, the, you know, that stole it, you know, and, and I'm, I'm obviously like losing their jobs and whatever else. I mean, that's, that comes yeah, in order. Like dying. I wouldn't go that far. I won't, I'm not that, I'm not that upset oh, about you it. Didn't, but you didn't mean the worst then. <laughs> Sorry. It's fucking so, fuck me. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm the bad one. I'm the bad guy yet. <laughs> so IGN posted this review of a game called dead cells uh, for the switch. And what was the name of the, the guy that, they copied it from a YouTuber. What was his name? Boomstick Gaming. Boomstick Gaming. Like, what would you... I mean, you'd, ref, you'd call him a small-time YouTuber, right? What, 11,000 followers? He had 11,000 followers when this whole ordeal happened. He's got like 45 now, I think. 44, <laughs> 45? Yeah, he has 44,000 as of the, this That's recording. That's crazy. In 24 hours. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts. The but what happened with this guy boomstick. is he posted a video... Basically comparing his video review to IGN's video review. And it was and, incredible. Like it was almost verbatim. It was, it was verbatim. Like a lot of it was, they just revert. It's like, it, it looked like a, a like a, like a seventh grader copying a Wikipedia article <laughs> and swapping it into fucking Yoda talk, you know, <laughs> or no, no, no. The guy, the, the reviewer on IGN who did the video was, he sounded like a freaking Disney channel style, like, voiceover or something like that. It, it was yeah, disgusting. Yeah, it, it was stupid, and all he did was move some of the words around as though that's going to protect you he from didn't, plagiarism. He moved some of the words around, but there were certain parts... Like certain descriptors that were obvious. Like, exactly verbatim, word exactly. for word, the same thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. And it's not... It's not... Something like this does not happen by coincidence. He didn't just happen to come up with these descriptive texts or these descriptive words or these sentences. No. Well, did you see that another another YouTuber or something, someone online went back through this guy's IGN reviews mm -hmm. and found another one? Not IGN. This is his first review to do oh, for no, no. IGN. It was whenever he worked for, um, he did a FIFA review Okay. that uh, that was plagiarized off someone else's channel that this person found. 
Mm. And so like they, they ended up finding several instances over the years of just shameless plagiarism and exploitation of these small time YouTubers and reviewers. That is insane to me, man. It, it really blows me away. So first of all, Boomstick Gaming, he reviews, re- released his review last week. And the IGN review came up a week later. So not only is it word for word, but it also came up a week earlier. But it just, it, it's, it's so weird to me. How did somebody get employed by e- e- IGN? How did somebody, I mean, maybe it's his voice. Uh, maybe he's really good at plagiarizing. I don't well, I mean, know, man. It's because he has a staff of writers called YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, it blows me away. And here's the thing that irritates me the most. This guy has obviously been doing this, making a career out of this. And it's just now getting caught. You know, it probably happened once. Like he was late on a deadline. I was yeah. like, oh shit, I didn't even fucking, I didn't play this game. So he, he gets on YouTube looking at it. He's like, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's fucking, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. a, that's a good damn review. Or maybe he didn't even play the damn game. And so then he, yeah. And then he took some notes down and then went to record his review and was like, uh, I'll just read off my notes. Yeah. And then he did. And everyone was like, Hey Dan or Phil or Philip. His name's Philip. His, his name is Philip. Yeah. That was that was a guess. I never looked at this <laughs> good name. Guess. And they were like, "Hey, dude, that was a good review. Yeah. Would you like to do more?" And he's like, "Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to." And so then he started subscribing. You, this is all. This is all my my guess. Right, right. Uh, and I know it's getting wildly uh, large at this point. I'm I'm running close to off of context, but this is this is how I believe it happened. Is he probably did one, and then, you know, got patted on the back by big wig up the hall. And then was like, you know what? Theft is the, is good. Yeah. It works for theft me. is theft is a good color on me better than plaid. <laughs> I don't understand how he thought he wouldn't get caught. How do how would you just th- that? Just, just that because he didn't get caught. That's, that's exactly how he thought he wouldn't because he when you were doing a review for a site like IGN, one of the biggest uh, video game reviewing websites, YouTube channels there is. How can you expect that people will not catch on to that? And the thing that's funny is the person that caught on to it is the person who obviously wrote the original review. If somebody like if, if I did a review on a game I'm going to be curious to see what other reviewers have to say about the same game that are reviewed. So I'm going to watch their videos. And if, especially I know what he did source like IGN, right? You know? Yeah. And I'm sure he was watching that review and being like, I wrote this. I wrote this, you know, you know what you write, you know, that stays with you. Oh my gosh. I could only imagine how angry he got. the, The original guy, he, he said, I'm paraphrasing. This isn't a direct quote, but he said something to the effect of, you know, it's, it's not that, I necessarily like would want it taken down or, you know, you know, want the person fired or take legal action or anything like that. It's just like, if they liked my review and they liked the stuff I'm doing, yeah. I would have liked, you know, credit for it or like a co-writing credit or a collaboration something. opportunity, something like that. Something that all he wants, if, if they're going to steal his fucking work, is to just put the brakes down for a sec and maybe instead be offered an opportunity to further his career in yeah. what he's trying to do. But the thing is, is this guy who plagiarized, obviously anybody who steals anything is a selfish person. And obviously they're not going to think about things like that. Right. Um, But what infuriates me even more is you go to his Twitter channel and he, his posts, his last post 
one of them says how excited he is about this review that he wrote and he can't wait to share it with everybody. And it's like, how can you be so freaking stupid? No, it's not stupidity. It's confidence. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. It's it's confidence. It's insane. Well, I know people like that. The bright side to this whole entire story is that IGN did go back and they did review the situation and they reviewed, compared his review to the, to boomstick gaming's review. And in that same day, they took down the review and they fired the guy that wrote it. And that guy's career never, he's is done. done. He's done. He, not, li- not like James Gunn, who's getting a bunch of offers now from others. Well, allegedly getting a bunch of offers from others. Oh, I'm sure he is. I, I don't want to go into that again. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's done. done. He's done. As far as, he's, as far as his video game career is concerned, he will never get a job in the industry again. Yeah. That is like a huge black flag. Um. Yeah, and it's deserving. That is what he deserves. That's what should come to him. It just red, blows me away. Red flag. Oh, thank you. Huge red flag. Thank you. I was thinking about Assassin's Creed. For, that's why it took me so long. As you said that, I was like, hmm, Assassin's Creed. When I said it, you know, it's funny. I said it and I was like, uh, that's probably not right, but whatever. I'm going with it. I was like, Assassin's Creed, uh, Henry Rollins Jr. of punk rock royalty. That's not right, Adrian. It's not well, right. And the other, the other bright, bright side to this whole story is Boomstick Gaming got a huge spike in, in subscriber count. Man. He's doing good. He's doing good. So yeah, and that's that's just the type of publicity spike you need to like turn from like a small time YouTuber to like a career. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So I mean, good on you, Boomstick. I hope you hear this at some point and uh, understand that we're in your corner with it. And great. Oh, he's, a, he's a big, big time YouTuber now, man. He's a big time. He's not going to listen to some squat bullshit like us. You know, yeah. that's, that's, I mean, good for him overall that he wrote good enough stuff that people would want to want to steal his work, you know? Yeah. That's gotta be, that's gotta be at the very least, you know, it's gotta be kind of uh inspiring or, you know, encouraging, I guess. Right. And then all the support that he's receiving enough su- 33,000 subscribers worth of yeah. support. Man, I wish that would have happened to me when I got my illustration stolen on Instagram. We, we were really low key about how we handled that though. I was, I was so pissed off, but at the same time, I was a little bit flattered. You got to admit, like I was really pissed at this. Basically I posted a, an illustration that I made on Instagram. A guy stole it, posted it on his, didn't credit me, didn't say anything about it and claimed it as his own. Yeah, man, that pissed me off. Uh, so I, I, I contacted him and um, luckily the, he was really cool about it and took it down and apologized. And that was the last I ever yeah. heard of it. So you remember when I used to, when I used to design clothing and shirts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week I saw someone from my past wearing one of my old designs on Instagram and uh, taking, cool. taking credit for the design. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. This is recent. You never told me about this one. This was like last week. Wow. I don't, I don't really want to go into it cause I don't know how much of a shit I actually give, but <laughs> it's still, it, 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 it's enough to piss you off. It, it definitely is. It, yeah. And it wasn't <clears throat> enough to piss me. It was just like, ah, what yeah. fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever, man, bad transition. <laughs> I, uh, I beat resident evil seven. Finally, I went back to resident evil seven after a year of not playing that game. And I don't, I, actually, I can tell you why I stopped. When I got that game, um, I got it for my PlayStation VR, and I started playing it in VR, 
and it scared the crap out of me, man. It talk about immersive being stuck in this really creepy house with these really creepy people trying to kill you in VR is terrifying. That's what made me stop playing it. And then at that time, other games popped up and you know, I, I, I just kind of let it go to the wayside. Well, I, I got to thinking like we started making a list of games that we started, but one didn't finish and want to go back to. So I went back to this game and started playing it again. And I got deeply involved with it to the point where I beat it in just like two nights. That's, that's how invested I got into this game. And, uh, it was, it was an amazing game. I want to, uh, just to touch on some of the high points of the story. I'm not going to get a full on review or anything, but man, the atmosphere, the characters is terrifying. Like you've got this family of crazed psychotic individuals who basically can't be killed. They've got, they're infected with some kind of disease where they can be cut up and chopped up and whatever else. And they can, they can come back for whatever reason. I guess it's spoiler territory. I don't know, but they behave like a Texas chainsaw massacre style family, you know, where you got these really crazy, like psycho serial killers and stuff. And when you're going through this house, you can find old documents and old newspaper clippings and stuff detailing what this family has done to other people. Mm. So you're trying to figure out, first of all, you're scared out of your wits. You're, you're there to try to find your girlfriend. You're scared out of your wits. Cause you don't know what's going on and, and why these people are out to get you. But at the same time, it's, it's intriguing because you want to find out what's going to happen next. And, uh, so that kept me going through the game and I was, I was, uh, super intrigued by the story and the characters and everything. But, um, as you progress, like that whole atmosphere, that whole style is like a really well done horror movie. And then about midway through the game, it has a huge tonal shift. Like it goes from like this horror game to more of an action oriented game. You start getting a lot more ammo and, and different guns, like powerful guns. Does it become less scary at that point? Yeah, it does. It loses that horror element. Maybe it's a little bit more than halfway. I'd say it's about 60 to 70. I wonder if, if that shift is more to signify like, I mean, you can be in a scary situation and then once your adrenaline starts to kick in, uh, it, it's kind of like a drug, you know, and your mind shifts in a scary situation. Once your adrenaline starts pumping and you start kind of going into that fight or flight mechanism and things become less scary and it becomes more oriented in like the fight through this, survive through this. I, it type does of thing. do that. Like so the maybe, game does do that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, that's the, the shift is to signify like that shift from scared to you know, fight or flight turning into like a figurative action hero getting, getting the fuck out of there. Yes, you're right. And that's the direction the game kind of takes. The problem I have with that is to me, the game, it kind of falters. It kind of like, it loses me a little bit. Like I still wanted to know what the hell was going on and why these people are this way, which kept me going. But you get to the point where the atmosphere changes. You're no longer in this, creepy environment that you're wanting to figure out what the hell's going on in the swampland with this house. Now you're in a whole different environment and you're in a whole different, you're fighting same enemies, but different environment. And it's just now your character goes from somebody who's vulnerable to somebody who can basically annihilate anybody he wants. He's got so much 
arsenal weapons right, and right. ammo like this survival mode i guess but to me the thing is it, it it actually goes from a really creepy horror movie to your stereotypical resident evil modern day resident evil game it's a weird weird tonal shift that almost took me out of it but not enough i still was interested in what was going on but i think that game would have been a lot more effective had they kept that horror element all the way through the game was terrifying man i'm playing it in the living room not in vr and i'm still like super tense by this atmosphere that's being created this this unknown these new areas that you're going to explore it just it really gripped me and it really it really kind of pissed me off that they did that right kind of took you out of it it did and uh it it does not by any means take away from the fact that this is an excellent game and if you haven't played it you definitely should especially if you're a fan of horror games um it's really really good um another bad thing i'm not a big fan of the kind of throwaway enemy characters that they have i loved the fact that you were fighting these different family members and they were like a constant stockish type they know you're there and they're stalking you type things like each one has different characteristics and their areas of the house symbolize their kind of crazed beings like you got the dad who is just a crazy dude and he's following you around stalking you scaring the shit out of you you got the mom who does the same type does of thing. Does he ever do they ever attack? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you fight all of them. You got the brother who's like big time into like puzzles and torture and stuff like that. So he creates this like puzzle room that you have to kind of explore and get through. It's so freaking cool and exciting and it's it's cool to see these different personality traits reflect in the environment and level design. <clears throat> Up to the point when you get to the point where you're past all of that, and then there's nothing else to look forward to. Is it it's another stereotypical, like, it's dark, you see by your flashlight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is one of those. But it's not... It's not... Uh, disor- I don't like games where you have to run and hide a lot. And horror games like that are unappealing to me. I like to be able to defend myself. This game does a good job of letting you defend yourself. Giving you that balance. Yeah. That's cool. But it goes from being really, really well balanced in the in the beginning portions when you're in a house to being completely unbalanced when you've got way more ammo than you know what to do with. Uh, but you also have way more enemies to deal with as well. Right. But the enemies, what I was what I was getting to with the, the, the standard throwaway enemies that you shoot and kill, they're kind of these blob-looking, fungus-humanoid-looking things, and there's absolutely nothing what, interesting about them. What's the them. function of them? Why are they there? So I would be giving away story spoilers. I was actually about to say I don't actually care as much <laughs> as that question denoted I do. There, there is a reason why they're there, and it, yeah, it, it goes huge into spoiler territory, and it makes sense why they're there. But I wish it would have been more interesting to me if they were just like standard zombies, you know, from right. Resident Evil Universe, <clears throat> or nothing at all. That game could have been just as creepy and just as fun if it didn't have regular enemies to fight. If all you had to worry about were the family members, that would have been enough yeah, for me. I agree. <clears throat> like make make those physical encounters few and far between. Yeah. Just build to them. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think it's I think it's a wonderful game. I think that people could take cues from this game and possibly create something along the same lines as the, the way the game starts. But I absolutely recommend it for anybody who if you haven't checked it out. But that leads us into the next topic. The whole reason I even got into this game is because of this list. Um, so wait, was gonna, that on your list? 
It was. It was on my list. So we were going to do this list last time we recorded, but we didn't get a chance to get to it. So I went ahead and knocked out one of my games on my list to talk about in the show. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's no longer on my list. So now you only have five because the rule was five. So of course you brought fucking six or seven. <laughs> Actually, let's let's start it with our honorable mentions. Go ahead and tell yours. Start first. with the honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to call, uh, you're going to hate me for this. I'm going to call God of War my honorable mention. <laughs> because it's recent? Because it's so yeah. recent. And I had so much going on around the time I was trying to play it that I didn't have time to really fall in love with it. Yeah. I want to go back and revisit it and play it again and give myself the opportunity to really, really fall in love with it. It's it's a game that needs your full attention. Exactly. And if you can't give it that, then yeah. And the other games on my list are games that got my full attention and uh, I got pulled away from. Mm. So I agree. That That is basically what my list there's is. There's my honorable well. mention. What's yours? Okay. So my honorable mention is all those damn RPGs <laughs> that I start and don't finish. JRPGs. Uh, so I've got like. Uh, Lunar, the Silver Star story. I played through that and got a good ways through it. I'd say like about 20 hours through it. And something else, something newer came out and I started playing it and I dropped off and I just haven't gone back to it. That wasn't a really fun game and I was enjoying the You've hell talked about uh, Dragon Quest 7 Dragon- and Persona 5 a few times too. And Dragon Quest 8, Persona 5, Suikoden 2. Earthbound. Earthbound. Suikoden 2 and Earthbound, I've been playing off and on for the past like two years. <laughs> I'll pick it up and play a little bit. Yeah. And then Soul Blazer is another one I've been going through. Uh, the dot hack. That's actually the jacket you wear when you go to a funk concert. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's your soul. Oh, okay. It's your soul blazer. <laughs> um, but yeah, all those damn RPGs. Those are my honorable mentions. So what is your number five? Number five. Fallout four. Yes. Fallout four. I agree. And it's actually on my list as well. Okay. And you know, my love of Bethesda properties, especially you say that every episode. You know my you love. You know my love of Bethesda. <laughs> I, I love Bethesda. What can I say? Um, so Fallout 4 is only so low on the list because of the games on the list. I think I spent the most time playing Fallout 4. Yeah. So I did have time to fall in love with it. I had time to accomplish a lot of stuff on it. Uh, but then I never actually just finished it. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I would love to go back and actually. Do you have a reason why you never finished it? It, that was just one that I was really, really into and got pulled away from. You yeah. know, it was like there was like one day I didn't have time to play it. And then it was a week I didn't have time to play it. And then a, like a month I didn't have time. And then next thing I know, it's been a couple of years and I haven't picked it back up. So honestly, yours, your story is similar to mine. Uh, Fallout 4 is is also on my list. I'll call it my number five. Um, it It is the same situation. The thing is, is I never really got invested in that game. I I think that I had already sunk so much time into fallout three literally dude i played that game to death well fallout three was the jam dude i didn't see i didn't see enough different about fallout four to make me want to invest my time into it again and i I think that's why i fell off but a lot of people fell off of it because of that uh, well since i've fallen off i've i've also have the uh, i've always wanted to go back and, and see more of the world but the thing is I wasn't seeing enough differences between fallout three Fallout three was unique in that it was all new to me. Fallout four seems like more of the same. And so it's just, I don't know at this point, I may not just go back to it and, and wait for uh, 76 to come out. Uh, which, this, 
with seventy six, the, the whole online thing that is that is enough. I think to keep me I think going. it'll scratch that itch, dude. Yeah. My number four is uh, I'm gonna call that Mario sixty four slash Mario Sunshine. So you never beat these I, games. I never or? beat either of them. Okay. Mario sixty four. I came so close to beating when it came out. Like when I was a kid and right. never, never fit. It was, it was another one of those things. Like probably something new came out mm-hmm. and I stopped playing it as much. And I still have my old save file on my, on my original N64 from wow. Mario 64. That's impressive. It's just, I've, I've never gone back and finished it. Yeah. And I would love to, uh, Mario sunshine, you know, from a few episodes back, I recently started, like, I think in 2018, I started it for <clears> the first time. And I love that game. That is actually I, that is probably my favorite in the series. Yeah. I played it hard for a few weeks and then put it down and haven't picked it back up. And I want to go back and finish it because it, it has, you know, a compelling story, very interesting gameplay mechanic. You know, it's it's just a cool little game. Yeah. And I'd like to go back and finish it. My number four is, is going to be Resident Evil 6. Now, I went back and finished Resident Evil 7 and that's put me actually Resident Evil 2 remake has put me in a huge Resident Evil mood here as of, as of late. Right. And I want to go back and, and finish Resident Evil six for whatever reason. Um, that, that game got horrible reviews when it came out. It was, it was still gearing towards the more action oriented side of things. And I think I really kind of played into that and I, I just kind of lost interest in it. I, I purchased the game and I got about, I don't know. I didn't get very far into it. And I was like, it wasn't scratching that Resident Evil itch, that retro Resident Evil right. itch that I wanted it to. And I was just turned off by the game. But at the same time, I felt like it was still a kind of a cinematic, cool experience that I always wanted to go back to. And now after finishing 7, I, I think I will go back to it. Cool. So I've never really gotten into a to one of those, to Resident Evil. You're not really big into horror games. Though. I'm just not. They just don't do anything for me. Oh man. I love them. I absolutely love them. I, that's, that's one of my big collection. You know, I collect JRPGs and horror games. Those right. Are two genres, you know, uh, all because of resident evil. The original resident evil is why I love re- uh, horror games today. So number three, what you got? I'm going to go with Wolfenstein two. Okay. On number three. Because of my hype train about it last time? Man, I guess. It's such a good game, man. It really it's is. It's such a good game. And whenever I borrowed it from you back in, what, November? Yeah. And I played a lot of that game. And once again, it got shelved because I got too busy. Generally speaking, I'll like have like a phase where I have time to play. And then yeah. I won't play a game for months. You know, like it'll just get shelved one day. And then I won't. I, I don't think I've charged my Switch in two months. Shit, man. I play my Switch every night. I love that system. I mean, it, I haven't, I don't think I've played a video game, period, in two months. Well, I, I, I lie. I've played, I hooked up the original Xbox and I've been playing Ultimate Spider-Man with Fat Big this week. That's a good one. And The Hobbit. <laughs> and I just got my hands on Wind Waker. There so you go. I'm about to play that. It's going to jump That's the on line. That's uh, on GameCube. Yeah, it's going to jump the line of all these other games that I need to pick back up because I've never played Wind Waker. Well, here's a... I, I have a comment on that, and um, the thing is, I think there's there's two... There's a, there's a few different types of gamers, but there's a, there's a more kind of 
gamer who loves gaming and consuming the media, but they don't necessarily have time or make time to play the games as often. And I think there's a lot of people like that. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of my friends are like, if that. we're being honest, I think I'm more of a culture oriented gamer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I am, keep up with the culture of it. I just don't play a whole lot. I would, what you would, I would be what you would call like, I guess a hardcore gamer. I, whenever I, I talk to people about our balance on the show, I refer to you as the core gamer yeah. of the two of us. This game is actually you talking about games and me doing my best to just fucking distract you for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is I, I love video games. I love the art, the style, the music. I love everything about games, but I also love to play them just as much. So I will generally play a video game a day if I can. And that's why I love the switch because I can usually do it when I'm trying to fall asleep. Cause I don't have a heck of a lot of time just like you or anybody else, you know? So I will get my game time in when I can. And that's usually when exactly. I'm winding down to go to bed. And the thing is, is I, I love to play games. I, if you gave me the option of watching a movie or playing a video game, I will choose a video game every time. It's just, that's just, that's just how I am. I love, I love to play games. I love to consume myself with it. It's just, I don't know. That's just a different style of gamer. Yeah. The thing that's funny is like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody else like me and I know they're out there. I know there's plenty of them. Oh, out Oh yeah. I know other people like, you. yeah. Oh, I don't. It's, it's weird. I'll like, never introduce you guys. You ever watched Highlander? I love Highlander. It'll man. be like that. We mean you guys would want to, you one kill of, the other kill, and yeah. steal your gaming powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can yeah. get with that. What's your number three? My number three is rule of Rose, man. Rule of Rose if you remember from last year, I started that in Halloween. I didn't get into... Okay, I love the style of Rula Rose. I love the uh, the story, the characters. I love what's going on. I don't love the gameplay. The gameplay kills it for me. But the thing is, is ever since I stopped playing that game, I have wanted to go back. And I stopped playing because of one particular boss that I cannot beat. I and that was your like wife telling you to stop playing. <laughs> She, she was actually, little, I know she, she was. was, she wanted me to finish it. She was into it more than it was, I was. It was a good it was because joke. she wasn't playing it. She was just watching. Fuck me again. <laughs> so I want to it's a very self-deprecating episode for me. Sounds like it. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking this Halloween, I think I'm going, or this October, I'm going to start streaming it again and try to find, fin finally finish the game. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to go back to the game. I will go back to the game. Not hugely looking forward to it, but it'll happen. Number two, Breath of the Wild. Mm. Do we even need to talk about Breath of the Wild? No. Skip it. What's your number two? <laughs> <laughs> My number two is Skyward Sword. We're on the Zelda kick right We're now. We're on the Zelda kick. Um, Why not? Skyward Sword is the... It came out on the Wii, and I purchased it when it came out, but I couldn't get into the flight mechanics of the game. Like it seemed, it didn't seem open enough to me and the flying thing just it, it, it turned me off. I love the art style and I didn't know you fly in Skyward Sword. Yeah, dude. Like that you start off on an island in the sky and the very first thing to do to get off that island is you have to fly on a, on top of one of the birds or something like that. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying like Link actually flew. No, no, no. I don't know much about that game. I know that it's. Here's another thing that killed it for me. The Wii U, I mean, not the Wii U, the Wii controls. And that's why I'll never play it until they port it to Switch. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I didn't like the Wii controls that I'm going to be playing 
uh, Wind Waker on the Wii with GameCube controllers. Yeah. Uh, which I was reading about Wind Waker and uh, it was almost, a com- it was pretty close to being a flop commercially when it came out oh, and is now considered arguably one of the best video games ever made. I won't go that far, but it is one of my favorites. You Zelda will either go made. that far or say you don't like it. <laughs> There's no gray area. Adrian. Dude, I love Wind Waker. It, uh, is it arguably one of the best games ever made? No. Fuck, dude, come on. Get on my... Is it? No. I told you no gray area. You can't... <laughs> it's not. Number one for me, Horizon Zero Dawn. Actually, that is my number one as well. Boom. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. Why did you stop playing that game? I got a Switch. And I got Breath of the Wild. Exactly. And I think that's the same reason most people stop playing that and game. And that game is seeing a massive resurgence right now. Is it? A, a, a little over a year later. Well, it came out, what, a year and a half ago at this yeah, point? It yeah. came out about six months before the Switch. Yeah. Before Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's seeing a big resurgence right now of people that started playing it and really loved it. And then picked up Breath of the Wild. And they were like, you know, tucked in Aloy and her adventures. Kissed her on the forehead. Said, no, no, I'll be back in five minutes. And then never came back. And now Aloy is living her life without this parental figure that just stepped away for five minutes and never came back. It's that, it's that classic stepped out for cigarettes story. <laughs> it really is. Okay. So, yeah, the game's making a comeback, especially with all the DLC and everything that came out for the yeah. past year. Yeah. Year and a half. Well, and they also they also cut the price on it. Like, you can they get... They did, and it's a bigger game, a more fully realized game, and it's had patches and updates to it, so it's a better playing game now, too, even though it was great to begin with. I, I, I really enjoyed what I played, what little bit I played, but now that I'm finally in the mode to not have to play Breath of the Wild, I'm totally ready to get back into that game. But the thing is, is are I you going to get back where you left off or are you going to start it over? I think I want to start over. I don't remember the controls and that's one of those games where you kind of need to know the controls. Right. I'm going to start these... it over as well. We should start it over at the same time and play chronicle your progress Versus my lack of progress. Dude, I'm game. I'm game. We need to do it soon because Spider-Man and Dragon Quest 11. I'm going to get to the exact same place in it and put her to bed again. And, and then, then, never and then walk away. Yeah, daddy came home. Dad, <laughs> daddy left again. Dude, um, that was a great list. What are you drinking? We are drinking Omission. We are drinking Omission. I'm sorry that we're drinking Omission. The Ultimate Light Golden Ale. You keep apologizing. I, I bought it. You bought it because because I I dote on you. <laughs> I've been sticking staying away from gluten. I've been having weird reactions to to beer lately, and I'm I don't not, know why. I'm but. not old school gluten gluten boy. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good beer. Man. It's a good beer. It is uh it is a gluten free beer. Um, it's easy drinking, smooth. Yeah, it's only got five carbs and ninety nine calories. So if you're watching your gluten or your waistline, <laughs> uh. It's it's good, but I mean it it tastes like a, a light a light beer. I've been consuming a light ale. I've been consuming uh, gluten free beers as of late. I must say, a gluten free beer is still a good beer. Uh, there you go. This one it's 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 relatively balanced. It's got um, a couple different uh, malts in it, some pale malts and caramel malts, just pretty basic stuff. Yeah, uh, it's got a very low hop to it very low ibu which is super technical beer stuff that i'm not going to start rifling off going into the abv and the ibus and all that it's relatively strong it's a 4.8 it's just higher than what you could buy at a gas station i uh, got three different hop varieties in it 
Uh, three actually that I hadn't heard of Millennium, Citra, and Galaxy. I hadn't heard of any of those hops before. Mania? So jumping out of the mainstream a little on the hop game, which is pretty cool. And it does have a pretty signature flavor. I feel like if you gave me a lineup of light, uh, relatively malty ales, I could probably pick this one out. I'm not generally a fan of light beers, but uh, I do like it. No, it's a good beer, and, and they're easy to drink. Hey, and, you know, it's giving me what I like about a beer, which is a little bit of a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to say that uh, you're enjoying it. When I picked it up at the store, I was like, hey, can you point me towards your gluten-free beers? And the girl goes, "Um, I think Google can. I said, do you not have a gluten-free section? And she goes, no. And I just started wow. this job. Okay, so <laughs> I wouldn't be going there again. Hey, where can they find us? Well, we are on <laughs> the internet at www.jabgcast.com. That's J-A-B-G-C-A-S-T.com. Hey, are we on Spotify now? We are on Spotify. We're on Spotify Man, now. You, okay, funny story about that. I applied to be on Spotify shit four months ago, and we are just now on there. It, it I bet they cleared it long. four months ago, and then they were going through emails, and they're like, uh, <laughs> yep. That, Con- the, congratulations. I, I, just, I just found it funny. That was one of the longest approval processes I've ever been through, but we are there now. So find us on Spotify. Um, also we're on social medias. We're on the Instagrams. We're streaming, we're live streaming right now on uh, Instagram. We're on the tweet box. Uh, tw- the, the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're on the Facebook as well. You know? Yeah. All the normal spots. Uh, we're going to start a Tumblr account for pictures of us not wearing shirts. I will not be starting a Tumblr account. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 31 is a wrap, Ryan. Adios. See you all later.